raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... I'm Will Pelagic. Don't mind me. I'm just getting sad looking at Chris Sale's baseball reference page. Do you ever do that when you watch or look at some of your favorite players and they eventually fizzle out and it's just sad because they used to be among your favorites and now they're just not very good anymore? Sad for me, man. I don't know if there's any player that comes to mind for you, Wes. Maybe Peter Warwick because he never did a ton in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's somebody. Willie joins us now in the Planet Kia Studios. Is there anybody that comes to mind for you as having them be your favorite athlete or just someone you loved watching play and then eventually watching them kind of fizzle out a little earlier than expected? Uh, David Wright comes to mind right away. Uh, Somebody whose career was, I think, blossoming at the beginning of his time with the New York Mets and then as a result of spinal stenosis and continued back issues and back injuries, just never able to put together the kind of career that uh, we felt like he deserved or was promised. So, so that that's the one that hits it for me. Um, I know that Mac and Bone were kind of talking about this regarding you, Willie, uh-huh. that you were fizzling out a little bit more uh-huh. sooner than expected. I heard you talking about this on the Kyle Bailey show yesterday. You're going to uh-huh. be filling all week with Kyle out. Can you explain to the people and even more importantly, as you did yesterday, can you explain to Mac and Bone that no, you're not holding anything back. You are mm-hmm. still letting Mickey Mouse out. Steamboat Willie P, as we have dubbed you, that guy is still here to stay. He's, he's still Well, here's the other thing. The the part that gets me is they say, oh, you're not going high anymore. I, I don't I, for, for a long time now. I haven't necessarily gone high on every goal because one of the things that was told to me is that you need to be able to build up to something like if you go high on every goal, it doesn't it's not special anymore. And so the the progression of what happened in Saturday's game is that there was a goal that happened very early. It shocked all of us because I didn't know that Brand Bronico had that one in his locker to take a phrase out of my uh, partner Jessica Charman's repertoire in Echelon. Uh, so that one was surprising. The second goal we thought was an own goal because of the angle that we saw it in. So I wasn't exact, that excited for, for that one. The R field goal was probably the best goal of the match. And I gave that one a lot of gusto. And then the fourth one was just, you know, the old uh, icing on the cake from Ajiman. So, I don't know what the hell they want. Like, I'm sorry. It, it, it's uh, I'm trying to feel the moment where the where the game is, and and I'm not going to just go you know crazy high C for, for no apparent reason. Oh, Seriously? But, oh, but high C is great though. I mean, if you wanted to bring some high C into the Planet Kia Studios, not to mention, not to mention, I'm planning on a deep run here in this tournament. We want we want a deep run in this tournament. Well, I'm glad you brought it up, Willie. Charlotte FC advanced to the knockout stage of the League's Cup. How important is that for the club's status in the MLS? I think it's incredible. Um, because this is a situation right now where you saw the importance of what this tournament means for the league and the fact that both Liga MX and Major League Soccer canceled, well, not canceled, but postponed the resumption of their seasons to have this tournament played in the middle of the year. They want to really try to bridge the gap between the two biggest powers in CONCACAF, which is the the federation that controls the football in North and Central America. And I think uh, you're seeing Charlotte FC flourish now with an opportunity against the Cruz Azul team that has a very big following, but has not gotten off the the bus necessarily uh, from their standpoint in the early part of the Liga MX season. So they got a great opportunity to try and get themselves a victory on Thursday night in Dallas. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing whether or not they can continue, maybe even make a deep run. They could see Messi, by the way, as soon as the round of eight. So, 
could be interesting to see uh, our first date with him might actually come sooner than expected. Yeah, and speaking of that, too, a big deal has been made about the turf and having to change it for him. What were your thoughts on that, and did you think that uh, Charlotte was making a smart move by saying that they're not going to change the surface for him? Well, I, I think, again, the, the, the whole debate about whether or not they should play on grass full-time and turf full-time, that's a separate discussion, I think. Because I think everybody who sat there and, and wanted one versus the other, we know the benefits of grass versus turf, et cetera, and so on. But we also know the reasons why turf is used in that stadium because of its multi-use nature. I, I don't think that you'd rather have a worse-off grass with the increased use on it. I think you would see a deterioration factor happen there. And I understand people say, oh, well, you can just resod it. Well, when every time you resod it, it doesn't necessarily hold its integrity in the water table stuff i can get into a very deep uh botany type discussion on that i don't want to go there because that's very wow. boring radio i love all of that but, uh, yeah willie p joins us for the botany hour I'm coming not, up next week I'm, I'm not here for that but i'm also not here for trying to you know cater to one player who's not on our team like and that's going to be a very important match for charlotte fc in the latter part of the season on decision day let's say both these teams are going for a playoff run do you really want to be helping out your opponent if he really is that uh much in tune trying to actually actually make that happen and the other part of this too is west Atlanta's going to get the first crack at this because they're going to they're gonna play Atlanta uh, in the MLS season before they see Charlotte. So the precedent will already be set from that perspective because the turfs between Atlanta and Charlotte are relatively the same. All right. So two parts. So for one, is it just that he's worried about injuries? And then for the other part, uh, Charlotte's now sitting at 12th in the standing. So how are you feeling uh, just about the way they've been playing? And do you feel uh, better or worse about their postseason chances? Well, the, the, the messy... He, he's not said anything explicitly about whether he wants to play on turf or not. He's by nature, not a very outgoing guy when it comes to doing media. So he hasn't been asked about this, hasn't said anything publicly about it. A lot of this is kind of posturing from commissioner Don Garber and other factions who are making a lot of general assumptions about the way that certain players in the past have felt about turf. Thierry Henry was very outspoken about it. Uh, Beckham was outspoken about it when he played in the league and uh, a couple of other players, Kaká is another one who uh, refused to play on turf. But for the most part, most of the players in this league have played on turf, and it's okay. And, and and trust me, I've seen plenty of injuries happen on grass as well. I've seen torn ACLs happen on grass. I've seen uh, injuries to Achilles happen on grass. It's not just a turf thing. As far as where FC goes, look, I think you'll be able to tell a lot with how the stretch run will look like for them by how they do in this tournament. I think the tournament has become a very nice palate cleanser for them. You've seen some new relationships begin to form with Scott Arfield and Ashley Westwood in the midfield. And I also think, too, once you get some of those reinforcements in, Breck Dahara should be in by the time the MLS season resumes. Maybe a couple of other uh, signings on the way, potentially, uh, if they can get something done over the line here in the last couple of days before the transfer window closes. Uh, I'm very curious to see how they handle their business here from here on out. Willie, how much have you angered the Beehive explaining why Charlotte FC has to play in Dallas? I want no smoke from the Beehive. I want no smoke from from the Beyonce people. Uh, I know I, I made a couple of playful comments yesterday about, you know, she hasn't had a hit in forever, <laughs> and that's why nobody on Charlotte FC had a favorite Beyonce Ooh, did song. Did they come after you after that? They did not. I, it's, right. I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not here for the Beehive. I, I don't know the the Venn diagram, the middle of that, that actually features WFNZ listeners and Beyonce. Like, I'm saying they're there. I don't know if there's enough to cause you pain after I will, a, a I will criticism. say I, I, I love Frenchie's Chicken. That's her favorite chicken spot in Houston from back when I lived there. So uh, maybe Will Kunkel can go down there and maybe uh, smooth out things 
things now. All right. So now, with you bringing Will Kunkel up, are you the best Will in the city of Charlotte with him leaving? I mean, I was before. I figured that was the answer. And you know <laughs> what? I like that answer, Willie. I like it very no much offense. so. No offense to Will Kunkel, but I like my hair over his. Can we go? Fitty, <laughs> <laughs> <Did he> gasp. <laughs> what? Will Kunkel's hair? The second best Will hair into the city? Nonsense, is what Fitty says. I did want to go around the room real quickly. Favorite Beyonce song? Mine's Upgrade. Especially with Lil Wayne taking that beat and then rapping over it was amazing. Do you have a favorite Beyonce song, Wes? Yeah, uh, I would go with uh, Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams is great. Lil Wayne did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still in Beyonce's beats. Your favorite Beyonce beat, Fitty? All the single ladies. Classic. What's yours? Um, Naughty Girl and or Crazy in Love. All right, Crazy in Love is fantastic. Last one, because you brought up botany. I did want to go to the Science Daily and bring up a topic on the botany page. What do you make of aphids making tropical milkweed less inviting to monarch butterflies? <laughs> I've, 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 I've no idea. Uh, Willie, I've, no, I've no idea. Well, I mean, look, it's a real problem, okay? A lot of a lot of gardeners will tell you that aphids are the bane of their existence. Can you please tell these gardeners in the botany hour how they can avoid aphids because they want more monarch butterflies in their garden? As much as as, as much as you can get the uh, the pheromones going uh, and make sure it stays all natural. All that's, right. that's all I got for you. All right. Thank you very much. That's Willie P. Willie helping P. out with with Beyonce hits, with Botany, and Charlotte FC, all that sorts of stuff, and also has the best hair of any will in the city of Charlotte. I missed my calling, apparently, with the green thumb. You really did. I really would. You, you think I'm playing. I will host a podcast if you want to join. The Botany Hour. Walker <laughs> Mail. WFNZ.com. Wes and Walker. I'll, Willie, I'll, be, I'll be in touch. We appreciate it, Willie. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.